right here. Just pay attention to us. The Middle Children. Hello, I'm Jesse Jollis. And I'm Chris Burns. And this is <laughs> Middle Children. <laughs> I was just thinking about how I just told Jesse that I think she should join the military. That's how it started, y'all. <laughs> um, and I went. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. That's when you know you're lost. When I have your a friends friend are like, what have you joined? The- okay, hello, friend. Listen. Amanda. Oh my God, Amanda. And she badass little bitch. joined the military. I love that for Amanda. So, a big surprise to all. Yeah. Which, good for you, bitch. But um, yeah. I don't know her reasoning. Well, I think it's because you can get like jobs easier. She gets paid, I think, well. I think it's like the Army Reserves or something. So and you think you I would do well? Someone. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a ten to one ratio, Ooh, probably. Best odds I've had in a while. And, and enrollment is at an all time low. So perfect. They're given deals. They've recently changed the age that you can join. Oh, good. Are they okay with my bad knees, bad vision, and anxiety of any kind of violence? <laughs> well. They'll train you. <laughs> They'll train me. There's there's nothing to fear except for fear itself. And I don't know if you've ever heard that quote. No, but I haven't. It, yeah, it's a good one. At least for me. <laughs> That's such a good quote. I'm going to join the that? military. I can see that working out for me. If I could do a pull-up, can you imagine me doing a pull-up? Like, just if I, like a party trick even, and just to do around town. Pull-ups don't. Impress me as a party <gasps> trick. I'm sorry, Shania Twain. They don't. No, it don't impress me much. I'll wow. say that because like it's always a certain kind of person or I... man, I should say, <laughs> that thinks it's impressive to suddenly whip out like five pull ups on a door frame. <laughs> yeah, well... and I'm like, what are you? You're gonna fucking take the whole house down. That's true. If there's a pull up bar. Again, unimpressed. I got like, it. I'm like, if, if you're doing them at, uh, you're working out and somebody's yeah. doing a bunch of pull-ups, I'll be like, wow. Respect. They're really doing a lot of pull-ups. They're so, yeah, strong. so strong. But at a party, I'm like, who are you trying to impress here? Yeah, maybe not at a party, but just like in general, when someone can do a pull-up, I'm always like, wow. Um, I like it. Did they have the physical fitness test? in? Oh my God, yes. Is that like countrywide? Yeah, I guess. Region, um, national, maybe, yeah. Was the pull-up, did you have, was that part of yours? I almost decapitated myself every year, being like, what if I held on by my jaw? <laughs> and then they were like, Jesse, and I was like... Because <laughs> it was also like you could do like the hang. Yeah, the hang. The- I literally, they'd be like, okay, we're going to pull out the thing, and be like... <laughs> <laughs> me too. My elbows I dislocate. Almost, me too. I'm holding on with my fucking jaw. They're like, we can't have a kid die. I said, I don't want to last two seconds. And then like the little muscly kid that yeah. weighs 68 pounds that's doing like 500 <laughs> pull-ups. And I'm like, yeah, well, I could pull up your body yeah, too. right. There's always the frog ki- kicker. The one who would do like a frog kick when they got up. And I'd be like, what? Uh, oh, yeah. That was funny to me. I couldn't help but laugh at the frog kick. The sit and reach. The V-sit. Get me out. Get me out of here. The V-sit. Again, I almost I'll tell you what. I would love to answering. do the physical fitness test now, though. I want to do a sit and reach. You really? Yeah. You're flexible? Do we have a sit and reach? Can we get a sit and reach <laughs> on set, please? I didn't realize. 
I've been working out a lot, honey. I know, but oh, good for you. I think I could do a good sit and reach. I don't know if I could. I always was cocky going in. They'd be like, you just have to get to here. I'd be like, well, that's as simple as one, There'd two, be like three. the one girl that like hits the back of the wall. Yeah, who does gymnastics. And I'm like, well, your legs are like a foot fucking long. It was incredible. I, all my friends were flexible, I felt like. I had a lot of dancer friends, so I'd always be like, hey, can I ask you a question? How do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> my like best friend in elementary school who I'm still best friends with like yeah. that I grew up with um was like the exact opposite of me physically yeah, yeah. like she would come in first in everything and I would come in last me in too. everything yeah but she also would be like so what was your time because <laughs> she's like so competitive she's probably oh, listening wow. to but um and you would say close to yours I think and it would be uh no, I'm like, you know that you fucking... Yeah, you know you lapped, lapped me. me. <laughs> <laughs> like, multiple times. Ugh. Um, That's fucked up, though. They make kids do it's shit so like that. so fucked up. It's also fucked up that... Can you believe that when you're going through, like, your prepubescent phase, they're like, let's have you guys run around a little bit, have gym clothes, which, if you forgot to bring them home, they're not washed. Okay. And I did I used forget. to sometimes lie and pretend I forgot my clothes so that I wouldn't have to do class. That's, I would rather get in trouble. Yeah, that's smart. That's a good one. Um, And I also, like, my school was so big. And then yeah. in junior high, we had four minutes between classes. Wow. And gym, they would not let us, like, when the bell rang, we had to go change and then get to class. And I remember once... Like, like, it was not enough, not obviously enough time. enough time. Yeah. And I was, like, running up the stairs to science. Oh, God. And fell. No. And was bleeding no. through my jeans, like, on my knees. Walk into class moments, like, seconds after the bell rang. And <laughs> the fucking bitch teacher, who What's I still name? hate to this day. Namer. Who also was the same friend I was talking about. It's like volleyball coach. So she loved her. Ugh. <laughs> and I was like, I fucking hate this bitch. Yeah. Um, And we had white cards in junior high, which were like, if you got in trouble, you got a white card. So oh. if you were late, you had a white card. <gasps> if you were what happened chewing to- gum, you had a white card. And mm-hmm. then there would be like, you could like work them off. Sure. Like helping a teacher do something. <laughs> and they could like work off the white cards. And if you had, there would be like, an ice cream social or something oh or like a pizza God. party or something. And if you, you had white cards, you had to go sit in like detention. Are you kidding me? While everyone else did. And you know that I was like, fuck this. I'm yeah. not working off a single white card. Absolutely not. I'm going to sit in detention while everybody else has <gasps> ice cream. But mm. I literally walk in and she was like, you're late. And I was like, yeah, I fell on the stairs. <laughs> I'm like bleeding through my jeans. She looks at the blood on my jeans. She's like, Sign a white card and then go to the nurse. <laughs> like, and you, do you have any empathy at all in your body? And I think I only got like two or three white cards the whole time, but I never worked them off. I got another one because Congrats. I was in the library and I asked the librarian something while very obviously smacking on gum. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> without thinking. And she like answered my question and then gave me a white card. Oh. And I was like, do you feel good about yourself? <laughs> what is this? that I'm chewing gum while reading? You 
stupid fucking bitch. God, I think like teachers and I mean, like, I love a teacher. Of course, teachers are great. We love teachers. We love teachers and I we stand teachers. But here's the thing. I think that there is like sometimes a power trip because you know what? I feel like every artist... Every comedian was beat up in school by teachers specifically. (laughs) And like, oh, God, I don't know. Sometimes teachers, I remember just being like, let me just please don't notice me, please. Well, it's also, you know, when you see kids or not kids, famous people now, like musicians. Yeah. We're like. I have this amazing music teacher who believed in and inspired me. (laughs) Or like an art, you know. Yes. I have no teacher that inspired me. (laughs) No, my theater teacher in high school, I remember being like, I wish you bad things. I still harbor resentment (laughs) towards all of my former teachers. (laughs) My choir teacher. Not all of them. There were some that were just like. But the ones that sucked, sucked so hard. They ruined, like, you'd just be like, why are you mad at me? I'm, like, also convinced if I, like, win an Oscar and they're yeah. like, let's return to your high school. Ugh. No one would recognize. No one will remember who I am. <laughs> like, and I have no, I would never, I never want to go back to my I don't school. either. Even college. I've never stepped foot in my college town again. Me neither. That was a wreck then, too. Like, I was talking to my friend who we went to the same school, and she was like, maybe we didn't go to the right school. I said, girl, I would have been a wreck wherever I was. I know. I was like, if I was out of the closet yeah. in college, I don't know that. It, like, I, I needed to be more comfortable with who I was. Right. I think I could have had, obviously, a better experience sure. if I was who I am now. That's what I'd love to go back to college now. I could I see myself thriving and or maybe not thriving but regardless i'd have more control it, back then jesse struggle city also now if the teacher was like you have to know this or yeah. you're gonna i'd be like you're an idiot yeah i'd be like teach me about ta- taxes what even is this don't get me started on like you remember don't teach me proofs in math i no it was like the uh, hardest thing in the world yeah and it was like word problems, basically, but you had to like right. write like why to prove why things the were the same or like a, different. Yeah. And I remember, and I was in dumb math also, right, and dumb science, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Until tenth grade, I was like, okay, I need to get out of dumb math and science <laughs> so that I can still get like the advanced regents diploma. Yeah, and so. When I was in 11th grade, I was taking math and science with the grade below me. Wow. So everyone thought I had failed math and science, but I hadn't. And I did have one teacher that was like, made an announcement that I didn't fail, that I like chose to. You know what? Thank you. And that teacher, who I can't remember (laughs) her name. But God bless her. You can see her her. at least visually. God bless her. God bless her. And I wish her the best. Yeah. I went to summer school. I forgot about that even. Did you? I did because because I wanted to How take two choir classes my senior year. That was so important to me, Chris. Oh, so you didn't have to take summer school. No, but I took it. And I remember <laughs> just being like, what decisions am I making? I'm putting like, I really feel like even in college, people be like, grades don't matter. And I'd be like, they do. Like, I really wish that I could have cheated. I never cheated. I did cheat. I wish I could. (laughs) I did cheat. I wish I 
I would have, I would cheat now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like if I could go back to yeah. high school, that's what I would change. Yeah. I would a, get on Adderall sooner and I would cheat. Yeah. Doctors everywhere. I'm like, you cheated your whole way through. I, I don't know. believe a single. I don't believe a single thing. I, yeah, well, I definitely, well, I, not only did I bully my teachers to tell me, I would just wear them down. No one could wear down a teacher faster than me. I would just be like, give, what's going to be on the... Give yeah. an example. I'm the teacher. Okay, I'm like, hey, hi, what... Je- um, hi. Okay, so everyone remember to please study chapters five through nine for the test tomorrow. I did it privately. So everyone's left the class. You're by and, yourself. Okay, that's important. That's the bell. <laughs> okay. Everybody's trickled out. I'm like, hi. So, oh, Jesse. Hi. Good to see you. Yeah. So specifically, you said chapters five and six. Five through nine. Five through nine. <laughs> I'm dyslexic. Um, I know. What, You've told me. <laughs> and I'll never stop. What, is, what specifically in those chapters is going to be on the test? It's just read all the... It could be anything through chapters five and through nine. Okay. But like what specifically... Like let's just start with chapter five even. Which parts in this chapter should I learn? And memorize. I can't, Just point to cheating. a section even. That would be cheating. No, don't tell so, me what the questions are. Just tell me what I have to know. Well, anything. <laughs> you need to know everything through five and nine to for your life. My life? Like, the knowledge that you need is chapters five Sorry, you nine. just said life and I got really, really triggered. You're saying my life depends on this test? Uh, well, <laughs> kind of. So I see where you're going, where most teachers would buckle. If I had been your teacher, never, (laughs) never. But I could see how I could see how I did. You carried your way. I absolutely did. And sometimes I had one teacher who loved me so much. I would turn in a test, and he would always be like, "Relook at number seven. (laughs) and I'd be like, "Oh." There was teachers that would sometimes be like, "Are you sure?" Yeah, they're helpful. Obviously, I'm fucking not. Yeah, no, I'm actually I want to change it to whatever you think. <laughs> I was also terrified of like teachers in general. Me I feel too. Like. So I, I never would have so asked much to power. speak to them after class. I never would have I wanted them to love me. <laughs> I really wanted them to always like me. And yeah, I guess I don't know. That was just how I <laughs> survived school. Well, you probably had better grades than me. I did, but also at the same time, I really wish I had. I wish that my parents had been like, "You're going to be an artist. <laughs> we don't. We don't need you cramming chemistry." Is like that. What? I don't think any parent is going to be like, "You got to chill with the studying." <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me tell you something. You're never going to get a job <laughs> in math or science. Okay, so just smoke Relax. weed and watch old movies. <laughs> I hear ya. I don't know. It's just interesting because right now, like, sometimes when I'm going back and I'm asking myself why I think certain things and I'm like, it comes back to, like, what I was subconsciously taught in school sometimes, which is, like, you're going to have to work harder. It's not going to come easily. Like, I think it's just things I told myself after years of, like, truly struggling in school. But I feel like that is all true. I know. You're going to have to work hard and it's not going to come easily. Oh. That's like a good lesson to have. I guess. But I think like in the arts, like 
I think that when things are do come, like, I think sometimes it's like, oh, it's just innately in your body and like, just trust yourself. You don't need to like think it has to be so hard because everything was hard for you. Like some things you might just be naturally great at. Yeah. But even if you're naturally great at something, you have to work to get to monetize it. Right. Like even like. Like I'm sure the greatest artists and singers and actors in the world are like unknown and working at Walmart because right. they don't know how to right or they don't have the opportunity to right be noticed. Imagine where we would be without American Idol. We would have no Kelly Clarkson, we would have no Jennifer Hudson, oh we God. would have no Fantasia, we You're would right. have no Carrie Underwood. You're right. Thank God for American Idol. <laughs> And Chris Daughtry. This is a plug for American Idol. Um, yeah, thank God we have Chris Daughtry. <laughs> What's his face? Who's a politician now? Who? Clay Aiken. Clay Aiken. Oh. Imagine a world without Clay Aiken. I, ser- I simply can't. Done. Done. Done and done. <laughs> I lived in it until you just brought him up. Oh, on. sorry. I think about <laughs> it. I do. I really do. It is incredible how talent, like, I've been thinking about that a lot recently. Like, so many people are talented and artistic and cool. It's crazy. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think it's so, like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, everyone has something that they're good at. You just have to know how to. How to do it turn that something you're good at into something you can make money doing yeah. which is what so many people do obviously obviously but it's like next to impossible to become a famous pop star yeah like if you're a singer for example so it is hard and it you do have to and you do have to work unless your parents are wealthy right and connected that would be so special wouldn't it yeah. I actually think I'd be a great, like, Nepo baby, like, trust fund kid. I think he'd be great, too. <laughs> I what think would be great you do it. if you had unlimited money, unlimited resources? What would I do? What would, I would be the make... first thing you did right now? Okay. You just got it all. I got it all. I'd probably make an artist, like, collective workplace where I, like. That would be the first thing that you do. Oh, I mean, okay, wait. Like, that for fun, you mean? What would I do for fun first if I had a lot of money? I guess. I guess. I mean, I guess I would maybe travel and or. I think I would make a place. Like you have unlimited funds today. Okay. Okay. I would make an. Where are you going? uh, We leave this room. What's what's your day? I'm probably just crying for a little bit. (laughs) Well, you knew that uh, you had it. Okay, I have it. All right. I think I'm. I honestly think I would start a, some sort of like collective with artists that I believe in and just give them a space where they can like I, I like I could just help them do what they love and, and do the other parts like help them with that by paying other people. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like the Oz. What the is the business plan here? <laughs> Cause, is it this in a building? Yeah, a big we- building. That I buy. 
And what happens inside of it? It's like an art building. Like every floor. So it's an is art a gallery? <laughs> not a gallery. Not quite yet. Perhaps some certain floors could be open to the public. But it's like, it's just like an art collective. <laughs> what the fuck is an art collective that's not open to the public? Parts of it are. Parts of it are like for artists to be creating. So you're just opening a studio space that people don't have to pay for. What would you for? do with the money? <laughs> I don't understand. I thought that's really fun. If I could have all of my artist friends and people I believe in, I just see someone I like on Instagram. I'm like, hey, do you want to be a part of my collective? Do you want some money? Space. Money and space. And, a, and someone with that believes in you, I'll ride or die, you bitch. <laughs> I really will. When I believe in someone, I believe hard. That's just who I am. And I, and I won't apologize for it. And so, yeah, I would start a collective where in a way I'm Daddy Warbucks. And in another way, I'm the powerful Wizard of Oz. I didn't know you were so pipelined into the art community. <laughs> I don't know if I am. I just, <laughs> I love artists and I love art. I don't know what I would do, Chris. I think that's my problem. That's my problem is I'm a little bit, you know, trying to figure stuff out. I would donate to charity. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, without even thinking. Without thinking about it, I would donate 50% to charities. I, I would end world hunger. Same. First and foremost. And after that? I would end my hunger. Yeah. <laughs> By going to my hunger. Bottomless bread and breadsticks and salads. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. I see myself, you know what I mean? Do you hear a phone? Yeah, I do. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's fine. I'm like, who's calling? I know. Hello. There's just a phone ringing here, <laughs> which is fine. Also, I have this thing in my apartment. I don't know if it's I can literally hear my neighbor's phone vibrate. I've been there. And it's weird, right? It is weird. It scares me. Sometimes I'm like, there's a phone in the wall. Sometimes I'm like, it's what is it? I predict that it's they have it set it set on a coffee table. And the vibrations are... And the vibration... Because it's weird, through. right? I try to ignore it, like, as much as I can because it drove me crazy at one point where I was like, who left their phone here? Yeah. And then um, it's... A, anyhow, so, but that's what happens in my home. So it's nice that it's happening here, too, is what I'm saying. I feel at home. Yeah. You know what I the mean? The ghost has come with you. The ghost has come with me. What would you do? I guess, are you just, like, happy and everything's Charity. working out for you? <laughs> <laughs> What's it like to have everything? Um, do you feel complete? Oh, I don't have all the money. That was a hypothetical that I no, I know, you. but you know what you want, and that's cool. I don't How know did that you I know do. you don't? I think you do. Whenever you seem to know stuff, like you seem to know what you want, not in a bad way. I meant that in a really good way. You seem like clear. I don't feel it. But really? Thank you. The outward presentation is working. But okay, <laughs> it's definitely work. I mean, listen. Yeah, when it comes to me and you and one of us seems stressed and the other one doesn't, it's it's certainly me. Yeah. Well, I feel like you... I just don't express myself as openly. Yeah. And actually, sometimes I shouldn't be as... I guess actually it's who I am. I don't yeah. know why I'm thinking I can change that at this point. It's wild. I tell the coffee woman too much. I don't mean to. It just, <laughs> if they say, how are you? I, I can't not answer. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said anything but fine. How are you to somebody that's asked me how I am? Yeah. Um, I would probably start like a production company or something yeah. where I could make 
video tv and movies and yeah. stuff if i had uh, endless funds that's, that's beautiful i definitely be, think that would be part of it and obviously buy like a nice house yeah you'd have such and a i would have the money house. to renovate it yeah oh my god i think you said yeah you'd do like a country style Modern farmhouse. Modern, that's it. Modern <laughs> farmhouse. Yeah, like you know, that's what I mean. You know what you want it to look like. That's really cool. Well, I mean, you don't. I feel like you have way more. I have an aesthetic, but I think what's so interesting. This is what I keep learning in life. Is that like everything keeps changing, and that's okay. Which is why I think it's crazy when people are like, "Do you know what you want?" And it's like, "Well, it's always isn't it always changing." Well, maybe you just answer for what you want in that, that exact moment. moment. Right, 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 right. Anyhow, so that is a beautiful thing. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Do you find it difficult to make decisions at like a restaurant? Yeah. Okay. So when I think about like being in my feminine energy, I love the idea. Yeah. What? <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> I think that I think that when I'm trying to make bigger decisions, smaller ones feel really hard. Mm. Like I do get overwhelmed a lot of times at restaurants. I'm I'm a person that orders the same thing at a place because it's just I like know what it is and I don't have to like it's that feels like really nice to me. Or uh, a lot of times I'll ask the waiter what's their favorite meal and I'll order that. Oh, it's so just the most expensive thing probably on the menu. That's what I used to say. Oh, well. Whenever people would be like, what's your favorite thing on the menu? I'd be like, probably either the, lobster. the salmon or the or like the trout or the steak. Well, yeah, little decisions are hard for me sometimes. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes that also means my self-trust isn't like as strong as it should be, which I just have to kind of like center myself and work on. I feel like I'm very decisive in small things. And I'm just like, if it's bad, I'll deal with the consequences. That's what I think you should do. Because when I was like managing at the restaurant, they kind of, that's how they would teach us. Like, yeah, just be decisive. And if the decision's wrong, then deal with it. But it's better to just yes. be decisive and like do it than to not than to make the customer right know that you're Struggling. wavering and confused yeah i think that's what shocks me is when i am like working and i'm either like directing or writing i'm great at making decisions it's everything outside of that <laughs> you know like mm. salt or pepper i'm like um what does pepper taste like like i'm truly just beyond i think you have to like weigh the like, what is going to happen if I make the wrong choice? Nothing. Nothing. The, I used to say when, like, servers would come in their first whatever and they'd be all nervous. I'd be like, honestly, worst, the worst thing that can happen today is somebody comes in with a gun and kills us all. So as long as that doesn't happen, <laughs> we're, we're it's all a fine winning. day. As yeah. long as you don't fuck up someone's allergy and you kill them. Yeah. But other than as that. As long as it's that. Um... That's true. You know? Yeah, I think that's a really great point. So, maybe you need a near-death experience. I would love one. I feel like... Really? <laughs> no, not actually. Universe? Yeah. 
I'm Wait kidding. But I don't want that. It does seem to bring clarity. Yeah, I guess nothing really matters in like a beautiful way. That yeah, exactly. That you got to just trust yourself and do what feels right. And nothing listen. matters. Even the most powerful people. Beyonce is gonna die, and someday, yeah, people aren't gonna think about the decision she made. No one will. The small ones, especially. Yeah. And ultimately, it's like. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And I think I think it's honestly just good for me to know that at certain. Yeah, I think um, that I can trust myself with stuff. And even if I mess up, I can correct it. Exactly. Thank you. So who cares? Thank you for this. You're welcome. Session. I needed that. Sometimes pessimism is the answer. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Listen, there's so many answers and so many. (laughs) But see, we're already getting off track. Let's get back on track. Who fucking cares? Who cares? Yeah. Like, yeah, I used to be way better at that, too. Now, now I feel like like back when I had really nothing to lose. Yeah. I felt like I really was like, who cares? What do I have to lose? Yeah. About a lot of things. Who cares? What do I have to lose? It's a great point. Who cares? What do I have to lose? That's why sometimes I feel like when you get things that you can lose, it makes things... Harder. Harder. Yeah. So the Russian mob doesn't let you have families. I keep trying to... Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's the... It's it's getting the outside rejection. Well, it's also like... the It's also like... Getting things that you're more anxious to lose. Right. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Like when it's like, if I make this decision, uh, yeah. I get it. People have that normally when they also like get in a new relationship and then they'll be like, what if they die? Have you ever had somebody? (laughs) Like Um, someone will be like, no. Well, I've never been, like, in love with someone enough to be like, what if they die? I think about Otis dying every day. Yeah. Like, I definitely have the anxiety all the time of, like, family and dogs and, like, people close to me. Always. I'm always anxious about death. Yeah. Um, I wonder what it means that I don't really think about that. See, that's interesting. It, right? Like that, that you're not anxious about that, but you are about like picking a salad. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. It is <laughs> it is an interesting thing that it's like I yeah, minor it's like it's a much smaller stressor sometimes for me. I don't even think that grand because also that would freak me out. And I try to have that thing which is like worry about it when it happens. Like do not spend time or energy when you're just making things up. My dad used to say like um, worry is the misuse of your imagination. So I don't always be like, I'm just being really creative today. Look at me coming up with like really bad scenarios. Like, why don't I use that creativity for something good? I'll try to shift my brain that way. Interesting. Because, you know, it's not like when I don't walk somewhere, sometimes I don't see a train hitting people. I won't be like, what if that train just, but I'll be like, whoa, look how creative you are today. <laughs> Where could you use this in a good way? Like, literally, if my roommate's like, I'll be home by 10, and it's like 10.04, I'm like, how am I going to tell her parents that she's been (laughs) murdered? Yeah. (laughs) Like, literally, that is always my... Someone will be, like, a minute late. Someone will, like, not text me back, and I'm like, well, they're dead. Like, that is very much... 
But yeah, that's exactly. always in the forefront of my brain. One of my yeah, I had a close friend who was like that for a long time. Because I dead would now what were they dead? No, but I just remember like one time. You know, I'm not the best at checking my phone. Sometimes, like I have it on Do Not Disturb a lot. Well, there's friends that yeah, like you. I'm like I know that you don't. Yeah, but sometimes when I wouldn't, she would say she was planning on like con- how she was going to contact my family and friends, and I'd be like, really, <laughs> like why? But I think that some people that's. It's even like that is somebody instead of that goes into like problem solving and logistics. Like they're they're trying to figure out how they would solve the puzzle. Oh, I am a problem solver. Yeah. And like, you know, it's not even sitting in the moment of like my friend was murdered. It's like, how will I tell? How will I write the obituary? (laughs) No, literally. I'm like, well, um, (laughs) I guess I'll do a big podcast uh, announcement. It's going to be so sad to pack her stuff. Like if (laughs) my roommate's dead in my mind. Yeah. (laughs) It's interesting. It's just interesting. And then again, it's being like, oh, look how creative my brain is. Look how like, look at all the little scenes I'm writing in my mind. Maybe I should write real scenes about people that don't exist and scenarios that aren't happening, you know? About death. Yeah. If it can, I mean, yeah. Death is a. Death is a hard one. Death is a hard one. There's really no way around that. (laughs) So true. You never hear people talk about that. No one ever talks about the dark side. I know. (laughs) Yeah. Totally. Totally. Um, Should we do a Hallmark movie? I guess. A Hallmark movie. do it do you want to begin i could start us okay do you like that idea yeah i'm nervous all right no we're gonna have fun we're gonna have fun are you ready worst case scenario someone comes in here with a gun and shoots us great point i know everyone's upset now did you not miss what i just said no yeah not we just had a long conversation about this totally Mike's over there freaking out, too. I know. Listen. He'd be the first to go. (laughs) (laughs) Closest to the door. Listen, sometimes it's an upset. We'd stand a chance under the table. Yeah, this is a really (laughs) strong table that, you know, that I, I, okay, let's, I don't want to visualize someone coming in the door. So here we go. Uh, Picture this. A high powered Funeral director. Funeral director. (laughs) (laughs) In all black. Is walking down the hallway. Click, click, clack. Click, click, clack. Um, Tight pencil skirt, which is exciting for everybody. Um, With a zipper in the back. It's flirty. (laughs) What? As opposed? You know when there's a zipper like all the way down the back? Mm -hmm. Like all the way down the back. Not just in the back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That the option to, I don't know, zip it open. Seems inappropriate for a funeral director. It's definitely inappropriate. Well, it is, but well, no one's going to hopefully unzip it. Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. But the idea is there. It's a fashion statement. We love that for her. Click, click, clack, click, click, clack. She walks into a room. Two people are sitting and they're crying. You're sitting at the table and you're like, these are the options. (laughs) What's my position? You and I are both the heads of 
the funeral direction. We're co-funeral directors? Yeah. Okay. We, this was, we are siblings. Okay. Okay. And this is like, we were taking over. I found out that my great grandfather owned a funeral home. Wow. I know. This could be you. This is um, like, based on why, a true story. I was like, why did we not keep it? For- why is that not a family business? Yeah. And my dad was like, because none, my dad didn't want uh, it. And I was like, but I would have. I feel like I would be good at that. You would be great at it. I'm thinking of, I'm like, it's in my DNA. Maybe I should go back to school for. Do you have to go to school for it? To be a mortician. Oh, to be a mortician? To like embalm bodies and stuff. Yeah, you have to. Go I would to just, a I want to be the school. face of it. I don't want to do any of the body stuff. Well, I think even me. the funeral director, you have to be around the bodies. You do? Yeah. Well, you're probably. running the funeral. You're directing it. I would be like, put that body over there <laughs> and close it. Um, I feel like, yeah, it would probably get pretty, pretty desensitized pretty quick. Remember my girl? No. <gasps> Never forget her dad, I think, runs a funeral home and there's a lot of dead bodies in the basement. Do you watch Haunting of Hill House? Yes. That got the me. whole thing takes place in the funeral I home, basically. About that, yeah, that's rough. Anyway, but anyhow, we're actually not affected. We're like two kind of happy-go-lucky people who just direct at a funeral home. So you're like, those are the options, and I come in, and I say, "How are you guys doing? <laughs> How are you guys doing?" I know it's a really hard decision, but if you make a decision, it'll. It it's not, and I know this isn't funny to say, but it really isn't life or death. We've already. We we are we already. Like, they don't dead. care what they're being rested in. They're dead. They don't. They're dead. But I would go with the mahogany if it were my, you know, friend. <laughs> the mahogany is the most expensive. Yeah. <laughs> um. They asked me. They're like, if if it was your friend that yeah. died, what casket would you do? And I say, I would do the solid gold. Yeah. Well, if it's a good friend, sure, it's eighty thousand dollars, but that's for life and for, for the rest, eternity. the rest of eternity. To be able to rest. Probably. In it. And they don't float like the wood ones. So that's nice. If there's like a hurricane or something, we won't have them floating down the you river. You don't want to see that. Nobody wants to see that. No. So that's what we would recommend. And they're like, we're going to do the gold. And we say that's such an excellent decision. And I say, and on that note, we will be ordering in lunch today. Yes. Who wants salads? Who wants, dare I say, champagne? Um, and they leave and we're having lunch and I'm like, you know what? Things are going so well for us, dare I say. Like, things are good. As I'm like combing the hair of the dead person. <laughs> Putting on a lip. Blushing it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we get a call. We get a call from from our dad who is like. What are our names? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So my name is Morticia, just kidding, um, is... You know, I just put together that Morticia is short for mortician. Yeah, that's so funny. That's incredible. The I jokes. never got that before. The joke. Morticia Adams. That's so funny. That is funny. Great, great job. Really good. Great job, whoever. Yeah. Maybe my name's Wednesday. Well, it's a little spot on. Is it too spot on? Okay, what about... um? Autumn. I like that name too much. Let's not use it here. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. At least I'm I making name decisions. Like my kid that. Um, really? I like it. It's beautiful. Okay. Okay. Um, I guess your. What if your name's um, 
River. River. I like that. That's a great name. And you're Phoenix. (laughs) (laughs) And our parents are like, no, we didn't even know who River Phoenix was. That was just a weird coincidence. And we're like, well, it's very funny now. It's very funny. We We were also born on the day he died. Yeah. Coincidentally, we are twins, of course. Of course, we're twins. And our dad's like, listen, I hate to say this because I know everything's going really well for you, but your mom and I have been talking and we feel like you are really closed off to love. And maybe it's because you've seen a lot of widows. I'm like, Dad, are you drinking again? Why are you calling and talking to us about this? He's like, I, you know, when you retire, you start thinking about what's next and what's going on. And I'm worried about you, too. I'm worried about you, too. What is the concern? I'm worried that you're never going to let go and find love because you are fixated kind of on death and things ending. Well, it's weird that you wanted us to take over the family business so much if this was your concern. Well, I mean, I was able to find love when I did it. You guys have been... You found love before you did it. Yeah, luckily. Okay, what what is the point of the phone call, Bill? I guess... Not me calling this man my dad's <laughs> name. <laughs> this conversation is reading pretty, pretty honest. <laughs> He's like, well, Chris. I'm sorry, I meant Stan. (laughs) He's like, I just think that your mother and I have been talking, and we think that if by Christmas you both aren't in relationships, maybe this isn't the career for you. What are you fucking talking about? So, what? You're going to close your business, and what? How are you going to live? Well, I'm doing well. You guys are making me a lot of money right now. Yeah, but if you... And if I sell it to somebody else, I'll still make a lot of money. Okay, so you obviously got an offer on the funeral home, Uh, and you're giving us an impossible task to try to perform so that you can get the best deal possible for you. Let's just call a spade a fucking spade here. Okay, I don't know if it's impossible, but I do think with the attitude of which you are walking around... Well, I can't help but notice that you didn't care about us being in relationships ever before. I'm assuming that nice people from Walmart came and offered you the money for the land that the funeral home is on because they've been stopping by twice a fucking week. Okay. Okay. I think that, listen. Sell it to Walmart. What the fuck do we care? Okay. Well, I think that you do care. I do think you care. Yeah, and I'm calling your bluff because I don't think that you're going to throw us out on the street. I'm not going to throw you out on the street because you're my you're my blood and my kids. Allegedly. Allegedly, and I love you. I'm just worried about your future. I'm worried about you opening up. So I've, you're so worried that if we don't find love, you're just going to take away our job, too? Okay. Maybe maybe the threat was a lot. It feels like I hope that I was hoping that would inspire you, but it seems to be a real breaking point for you. So so let's lift that and just say, like, you know, we could talk about it if you can't, but I'd like you to take a vacation. Wow. Look, I'm going to pay you for a four-week vacation. You and your sister are going to get paid to go on a four-week vacation to the love central of North America. Okay, let me just call up our clients and tell them not to die while we're gone. <laughs> no, I'm having someone run it Who? and I'll do it because I used to do it. So I know what to do. 
Okay. Things have changed, but okay. Have they really, though? The blush brands. The Okay, well, I'll... We'll figure it out. We'll We've make- upgraded on the makeup. Okay, perfect. Let me know. Leave the ones out that you want me to use. I love that you have a certain look, and I know you take that seriously. Well, someone had to. Well, okay. So, but I'm going to send you to the love capital of the USA, Vermont. Okay? <laughs> a little, <laughs> little bit of snowy Vermont. Okay? I'm going to have you stay with some people I know there, and we're going to see what happens. Does that work for you? I mean, yeah, it sounds kind of great. Like a ridiculous fucking thing. Well, yeah, it is. So pack your bags. Okay. All right. <laughs> We're packed. I'm actually kind of excited about it. I've, I haven't taken a vacation in so long. A month vacation. Isn't you just nice? went to Barbados. Yeah, but that was more like a work trip because I had to answer those phone calls. <laughs> so, you know, as much as I was on the beach, I was also on the phone. Okay. I was here. <laughs> I know. What's your type even? What? What's your type? We're out here looking, right? I'm not out here looking. What are you here? I thought we were going on vacation. We are, but we I thought the idea was we're going to see if we can flirt a little. You know, I would really prefer if our sibling relationship stayed as it was. Not not What is your type? This seems pointed. Do you want me to set you up? I mean, we're we both don't know anyone here i just meant like that way i can keep my eyes peeled for you oh are we here we are already here how did we get here we were just like talking while we were in a limo up up to vermont (laughs) a limo oh i missed that yeah the limo yeah i I must have missed that scene (laughs) (laughs) where we get in the limo and we're talking you're really opening up which i can't believe but i find out later you were on mushrooms yeah that doesn't sound like me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you're talking to me. You're like, you're like, maybe it'll happen. Maybe it won't. But maybe I'm just going to keep on living. And I don't even know if I have a type is what you said. You said physically, I don't know if I have a type. I don't know if I have a certain thing. I mean, I'm attracted to a certain thing. But if the right person with the right personality popped along, I think I'd be open. Yeah, well, you're a whore. I've seen you bringing men back to the funeral home all the time. I don't know why, where mom and dad got this idea that we're these little single simpletons. Right. You go to sex parties. Thank you for saying that. I don't know if that means I'm like open to love, but it does mean I'm having a good time. And that should be the same thing. You sure are. Okay. That feels judgmental. Well, are you calling? What are you saying? I'm saying that you, you go ahead, say it, are a whore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that see that I don't think we all know if that you know what I mean. What is a whore? Literally, um, like the biblical definition. Isn't it someone who gets paid? I'm not making a dime. Yeah. So, you know, I think I'm going to take a sleeping pill. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you should. I think I I'll just... see you when we get there. No. <laughs> okay. But this. All right. I'll see you when we get there. <laughs> Good night. Good night. <laughs> so I take a sleeping And pill. you're knocked out, snoring so loud. It's so funny. And you're like bumbling, tindering, all of the things. Oh, uh, well... yeah. I'm just swipping and swiping. We get there. You're still knocked out. And then so I call for help. 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 Please help me. <laughs> Wake up my twin brother. Who do you call? I'm at the uh, 
we get to an inn where we're staying, and I'm like, could somebody help me with the luggage and my brother? And Who's driving the limo? Our driver. And he just stays in the car. Yeah. He's not important to the plot. Wow. So he doesn't help with bags or anything? No. What is he getting paid for? To drive. Typically, they'd help with the I luggage. I know, but he... um. You, before you passed out, were kind of like kicking through the glass and having like a really violent, he's scared and he's pissed. So, and I I respect that. And I think that when you come to, you will as well. Okay. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds correct. So I get help. And these, these two guys who are working at the inn. What do they do there? They actually own it, if you can believe it. Okay, wow. They own the real mom and pop situation. Yeah, except for it's like dude and dude situation because it's two dudes. Okay. Yeah. One of them has like really cute kind of round glasses, like really round and really cute. Do you think that round glasses are a turn on for me? Yeah. I don't know why you think that. I do. I don't. I don't. I'm talking as me, the person. I am also talking. Because I feel like you always give them round glasses. (laughs) I think you like that. Am I wrong? I don't like look for. But do you like. Harry Potter? No. (laughs) No, but like the nebbish. I think you like nebbish. In your mind. And nebbish to me is glasses for sure. He looks like he works at a library. Okay. Do you like that? No. What do you like? That's why I even said, what's your type? I don't dislike it. I just have never, like, thought of round glasses as sexy. I guess I do. It could be a me thing. Yeah. Sometimes round glasses, I'm like, they're trying too hard. Well, yeah. Sometimes it doesn't work with anything, you know? Because I'm like, they're trying to give that look. Yeah. It never works when it's trying. Yeah. But when it's not trying. or like, And we're having this conversation in front of them. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... Tell me there's not a bigger jackpot in the world than when you find out somebody's wearing contacts and you're like, oh, my God. See, I don't think that's the thing for me. I love Probably because I wear contacts. Oh. And I've never had anyone be like, you're wearing contacts. Jackpot! Well, Well, I just, I mean, (laughs) because I love when someone wakes up and has to put glasses on. You do. I do. I find it so hot. Interesting. Yeah. So, anyhow. The funny thing is there are times I catch myself with glasses and I'm like, look how hot you look in the morning. Yes! Um, I bet it's very hot. I love it. I, uh, you know, wear them for blue light, which I still think I look hot. It's like a thing. People get turned People on love it. I also think it's like a different look. And glasses can be very slutty and I don't know why. And then this guy's like, well, my glasses are <laughs> prescription, prescription um, and there's not a lot of obstetricians. Obstetricians? No, that's for babies. Oh. Um, opticians. Okay. Is that the word I'm looking for? Eye doctors. I forget. Uh, or is it- ophthalmologists. Okay. I think opticians and ophthalmologists are both eye doctors. That's cool. Um, there's not a lot of ophthalmologists. <laughs> Optometricians. Optometricians. <laughs> There's not a lot of optometrician thologists here. So, um, yeah, I wear the glasses to see. Oh, cool. But I appreciate that you both think that I look hot. And I'm like, well, we do. Um, do you have a reservation? Oh, yes. Um, under the name 
uh, River Phoenix is how we have it. <laughs> and they go, you're River Phoenix? And I go, actually, no, my name's River. His name is Phoenix. But when it's we make Sunder a reservation. Johnson, our last uh, name. Johnson. Okay. But I, I was trying to be funny. And I always think it's funny to reserve as River it's Phoenix. It's never funny. You do it every time. I know. But every to me, time the we bit, check in someplace. To me, the bit kills every time. We, we have to explain We normally that get upgraded, don't Phoenix. we? It doesn't don't seem like there's we? upgrades to be had All here. All right. Well, and they said we did give you the room with the tub. What did the other rooms have? <laughs> a shower. No tub. I don't, I'm not going to take a tub here. It looks disgusting, but okay. <gasps> oh my God. What? I can't believe you said that. This is where they work. And the guy's like, I am offended. They don't care. I am offended. Why says, would you be offended? Like That you think my, my inn is dirty? No, any hotel. It's an inn. Any inn, <laughs> even worse. Uh, for cleanliness. Wow. Has a dirty tub. Okay. I'm just saying. I didn't realize you felt that way. Well, I don't know why. We have the conversation every time we go to a hotel. We normally don't travel that much together. Thank God for that. And he goes, this isn't a hotel, it's an inn. Girl, what do you get paid every time you say inn? <laughs> and he's like, whoa, it's madam to you. <laughs> Oh, good. The staff likes to have I'm fun. Um, and the staff is having fun. And they have brought our bags in. And the the one, the guy we're talking to is like, I'm Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> of course you are. I don't know why I think that's a hot I name, too. I don't know why you think that either. Sebastian? I'm like, what are you, a little crab? I literally <laughs> think of it as like the least, one of the least hot names. What's a hot name, though? Literally. Caleb. Caleb? That's a hot name. Caleb is like robbing me. Like Caleb, I'm like, who took my vase? It's like Caleb. Caleb's a klepto. The name Alex is kind of hot. Alex is kind of hot. Right? Alex is kind of hot. I would, yeah, Alex is fun. What about? Like a Noah. Noah's are (gasps) usually like, that's like a hot name. That is a hot name. Yeah. God, I don't know other names. (laughs) I like... Noah. Okay, so his name is Noah. He's like, hi, I'm Noah. Oh. And I'm like, yes, sir. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and um, he's like, yeah, well, let me know if you want someone to clean the tub again. Ah, uh, thank you. Yeah, I guess we're here for a month because our father... <laughs> Why are you guys here for a month? Well, let a me explain it to you. Sure. Um, our dad wants to sell our business to Walmart. And so he is sending us to live in this inn for the entire month of the holidays away from our family. Um, Because family is important to him. Right. And so if that doesn't make sense to you, I don't know how else to make it make sense. Okay. If you've never seen one of these movies before, then it's on you. Okay. Um, And he's like, well, we like to do a snack time. At what? around 4 p.m. we a just snack time? <laughs> we serve... Is this a fucking preschool? It's an inn. And yes, with I do get paid every time. time I say it. And there is a snack and mingle time with the guests and the inn people. So what time is dinner? Well, dinner isn't provided unless you want it to be. It's a... It's a, It's not... Yeah, the inn, I don't think, makes meals for you. Does it? Inns don't make every meal, do they? Well, they'll... They should have something. Okay. That's the point. I thought you just stay there. <laughs> like, 
But we could. I don't know. I don't own an I own a funeral. We have a we have a chef who does breakfast every morning. You gotta come; it's the best. Um, But then we normally do light snacks and hors d'oeuvres and stuff. And then you know, if the guests want dinner, we could do. Are there other guests here? Right now, no, no. But you know, the month fills up because it is. Does it? Well, a lot of last minute reservations around Christmas. Well, sometimes, yeah, actually, Mm. because people are planning things, and it's so that's what happens. Okay, you have a really fun energy. Thank you. (laughs) I get that all the time. (laughs) I ever told you that? No. Really? No. My sister, meanwhile, she. Is and you're just how you're eating all the welcome mints. I'm so loving the mints, like a bowl of candy. I love the mints, and you're flirting with Sebastian. Oh, Sebastian, the other guy, the other guy, and he's a redhead. Dare I say? Dare you say? I'm in a redhead phase. Good for you. I won't be stopped. Um, she's in a redhead phase, (laughs) so she's thrilled to be here. She also sucks at the funeral home, so she loves coming here. I personally love embalming. Yeah, you really do. You always say you get along with people who are dead. I get along. <laughs> I do. I get along better with the dead than I do the living. Yeah. So something about the clapbacks, but I think that's neither here they nor listen. there. They listen better, <laughs> they- and they seem to understand what I need. <laughs> they don't judge you. I'll tell you that. Like, sometimes I'll be like, you know, I'll say, Phoenix, I think that guy's good. You can let, you can come on up and you'll say. Come on up. (laughs) Yeah, you're working in the basement, kind of doing the blush and getting him all ready. And I'll say, you're good to go. And you say, I need a few more minutes with him. Nothing weird happens. You just talk. (laughs) It's just you talking, you know. You saying nothing weird happens now is making it seem like. No, nothing weird happens. I do something weird to the body. No. I said that because you looked weird. And I was like, it's not weird. I'm just saying you talk to the dead bodies a lot. Feels like you're lonely. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when um, (laughs) Sebastian and uh, Caleb. Oh, Noah. Noah. Are like, okay, why don't you go to your rooms? Okay. 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 And so we go to our rooms. What are we doing here? I don't know. Because <laughs> there's no business reason for us to be here. Well, I think that we are on a search for for the living. For life. We're finding love in a town where there's nobody. <laughs> uh- <laughs> Maybe it's we have to remember what life is. And so the next day, I'm like, you know what? My sister's going to go find life. So she's going to go snowshoeing. Ooh. Um, and whatever the fuck else. Okay. Maybe she'll go sailing, parasailing from the mountaintops. What? Do you have mountains here? Yeah. Do you have parasailing in the winter? I don't know. I don't know, but maybe. It'll be freezing, but she'll love it. So... Off I go. You go. And then that's when Sebastian's like, well, I'll go with you. Wow. Because I also love going outdoors. And again, there's no one here. Okay. Uh, And there's not much to do. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, so I'll go. And that's when um, Noah is like, I know something that you might like. Whoa. And he's like, let me take you to this museum. 
And I'm like, I could do a museum. You love a museum. Uh, of mortuary science. Okay. Oh it's my a God. Dead, it's, a, it's the museum of funeral homes. Incredible. My passion. Your little <laughs> passion. And he's like, it's 30 miles away. And I'm like, a hop's given a job. Oh. He's like, but I have um, chains on my tires so I can get us there. And I'm like, oh, okay. It seems pretty far for you to drop me off and come back. Wow. Oh. And he's like, well, I was thinking maybe I could stay. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, I guess. And so I'm going to the museum with <laughs> Noah and yeah. you are hang gliding, hang gliding in the winter <laughs> off the Vermont mountaintops. <laughs> Um, Cut to me being like, this is freezing. I can't feel my face. And, but I am alive. And you, yeah, well, you know what? We cut to you. We're on you. And you're hang gliding in the winter mm -hmm. and you crash. I'm screaming in pain. Wow. I crash? You crash. <gasps> yeah. And you're in the mountains. Okay. Oh. And, but Sebastian is there as well. Thank God. And so he comes and he is like... Why don't we make a little fire? We'll have a snack and okay. then we'll make it back down the mountain. Okay? Yeah, I say I need a break. I just got really scared. I crashed. I kind of feel shaken. You know, I'm scared. Yeah. My tears are literally coming out as frozen droplets. Yeah, stop crying. I can't. <laughs> How do you like that? Once I start, I, I thought can't you stop. were a girl that loved life. I love to live, and crying is a part of living. Have you ever seen a dead person cry? Only no, once. No, you haven't. What? Only once. Well, I don't know what happened, but that might have been a weird sort of situation. Yeah. Well, don't you work with bodies? It does seem like your brother does more of the business. Yeah, and he you're really kind of does that part. There. I work with the crying. When people are crying, I console. Oh. I'm really good at that. I cry a lot, and so therefore I really understand crying. Most of the time you can just ignore They're it. They're crying about death. Right. So... Do you date a lot? It's a really interesting question. I and the whole time you're having this conversation, he's like building a fire, uh, grilling things. Like, oh. do you ever see that guy on TikTok that makes like he like cooks full meals outside all the time? No. And that sounds great. Like he'll make like say a burger, but he like literally will bake the bread on the fire mm. next to the water and then he like will catch the fish and whatever. He's doing that and it's hot. Okay. <laughs> wow, that is hot. Um <laughs> and Damn. he's like, so how do you feel about monogamy? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, with the right person? Yeah. Like my last girlfriend wanted an open relationship and that's just not for me. So that's really hard. That's definitely difficult. It's a polyamorous. Oh, it's not for me. Yeah, I get that. Um, you know, I don't have experience with that even. I guess I do. It was one-sided, but <laughs> um, yeah, we, oh, I'm not stressed. You, mean, <laughs> you didn't know that you were in a polyamorous relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it those, wasn't for me either. Yeah. It wasn't for me either. But, you know, I um, I try to just see things as they come and yeah. accept them for what they are. And as you say that, a giant snowball comes and hits you. And he's like, oh, I guess you didn't see that coming. <gasps> and you're like, oh, my God, whatever. And he's like, 
goes to help you up and he picks you up and we have a moment. Oh my, he picks me up? Yeah. Oh my God. He like picks you up out of the snow and shakes you off like a little kid sledding. (laughs) (laughs) I love that for me. And you're like, if a man ever, you know, whenever they show in a movie a woman's on a horse and he grabs her by the waist and slowly lowers her down, I would come immediately. What movie? (laughs) So many movies. They do this thing where, like, a woman's on a horse. The guy goes to get her off the horse. He gets her off the horse slowly, slowly, slowly. He's working out. That's how you're supposed to. And then it's like you go right by his face. Slowly that you're like, are they going to kiss? And then it's like he puts her down, which again, I'm so turned on. I don't know why. The lowering, holding the arms while it happens. It's also never happened to me. No one's ever taken me off a horse or lowered me in any way. Except for when one guy was trying to teach me how to do pull-ups. Hot. It was hot. He was like, you're weaker than I thought. But I tried. (laughs) I tried my hardest. So anyhow, um, that happens. Or maybe I'm just thinking about that. I just wanted to share that that's a really hot memory for me, watching that on TV. <laughs> I would love to know what movies. I didn't know you were so into Westerns. <laughs> it's like, it's just been in so many movies. There are people who know what How I'm talking How many Mary-Kate and Ashley movies are you talking about? Not Mary-Kate and Ashley. They very rarely have, like... Kirstie Alley rides a horse. It's the only thing I can think of. <gasps> it takes two? Yeah. Does he lower her down? No, she falls, so. remember. Right. And she's like, they gave me the killer horse. <laughs> I love that part. Um, and then she became a Trump supporter and then died. Memories. Memories. Um. So anyhow, I guess I'm not on a horse and no one's lowering me, but the thought of it is in my head. You know, oh. we cut back to you and Noah. You are in the museum being like, what's really interesting about this is, and you're filling him in. He's on a private tour and he didn't even know it. And you're like, you never want to embalm this way. You want to embalm that way. This helps with that. I can't believe this funeral home piece of wood is there. It burnt down. And <laughs> you're just like so into it. And he's watching you get into it. And he's like, wow, you really love what you do. I do. And I'm correcting the guy that owns the museum. <laughs> yeah. He's like, this was built in 1904 by a man by the name of Windsor Castle. Uh, That's not true. Um, And then I'm like, what is this? I spot something I haven't seen. And he's like, this is the rare two-person coffin. (gasps) It's so rare. And you can try it. You can try it if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. And the guy's like, I normally like would be scared and i'm like do we side by side do you side by or is it like on top of each other do i sit on his face in there yeah and the guy's like you're supposed to be able to lay comfortably like sideways so you can look at each other comfortably (laughs) he's like dead bodies are supposed to be comfortable well like it'll look it'll feel semi-comfortable Okay, maybe, you know, I'm having a hard time picturing it. Yeah, do you want to get in? Should we... Let's test it out. Just see? Noah's like, wow. So, like, you guys go into this coffin, and it's really romantic. I can't explain it. The tension is there, and it's like, they have it in the dark. fine line of fear and sex. Literally, and it's like the dark, and you're in this room kind of by yourself, and he's like, wow, I've never been in. I wish I could say the same. <laughs> I sleep in one. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, 
sometimes when I need a nap at the no at the home, I'll just tuck into stop. Really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I guess if it's if comfortable, I'm, I'm sure they make really nice ones. I believe that. I leave the thing open. Of course. Unless it's light out. Right. He's like, I don't know. There's a lot of tension in that box. Yeah. I don't know if anything happens. Something's going to have to happen soon. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Because we're hitting the climax. Okay. Yeah. So he's like, (laughs) he's like. And I'm like, I love that there's nothing happening. It, this is kind of like the hallmark of the Seinfeld of Hallmark. I love that, though. I love a slow build. I can't help myself. A slow, slow build. And that we cut to you saying that to him because he goes to kiss you and you kind of back you're away. Like, oh, that's and you're like, so I love a slow build. build. And he's like, OK, we montage. OK, okay? yeah. Lots so of slow we are montaging <laughs> dates, 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 Thanks. dates. Things are getting closer. OK, I'm cooking. I'm you're getting cook- away from my love of death. I'm starting to fall in love with life. Yes, okay? bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the way I dress, we slowly oh see through the God. montage. It gets light. My clothes yes, get lighter. Yes, they're not just black anymore um okay and you who seemingly have been sort of lost since the beginning because you you don't really have a passion for death have discovered a new passion for winter hang gliding because ever since your experience you think there's got to be a safer way yeah there has to be and so we see you testing things out testing things out and also sebastian professional winter hang glider (gasps) oh That's a hot skill. And I am starting to fall in love with what? Innkeeping. I am oh, really no. enjoying uh, working the Working on the living. Working on the living. Okay. Yeah. I'm coming up with, I'm doing the old lady's makeup who are yes. still alive. <laughs> okay. And she's like, look at me. I haven't had cheeks this rosy in years. And I'm like, you better take that home to your husband. Yeah, <laughs> you better make him remember. And and so I'm sort of creating new business for the end because he uh, Noah is cooking more because we're not getting a lot of overnighters here. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's sort of becoming a beauty salon restaurant. Hang gliding experience. Hang gliding experience. <laughs> And before you know it, uh-huh. it's Christmas Eve. No. Okay. And I'm what? Sitting with Noah in front of the fire. So it's crackling. Cute. You come in from a long day of winter hang gliding. Absolutely. With Sebastian. Yeah. And you're what? Hobbling because oh, no. you had a hang gliding accident. Again. Okay. And that is when we see a knock on the door. We have a knock on the door. Oh, oh. It's our parents. <gasps> and they're there to be like, well, yeah, should we sell to Walmart? It's been a month. And I'm like, well, wait a sec. What was the end goal <laughs> here? Because I think we've both fallen in love. Yes. And now we're supposed to what? Go back down and run the business it because does. our. What was the whole point of this? He's like, well, let me tell you what I thought. I, I never was going to sell without your permission. Okay, Father you Christmas. <laughs> He's like, of course you can go back to doing what you're doing. But what I hoped had happened is that you'd fall in love with life. And, and you not would... get upset that you're selling the business out from under us. Well, and that we all split the profits. And you get to live a life with a lot of money and no work to do. So when you said, <laughs> I'm leaving you the family business, you meant you can take care of the family business until 
well, a big box company comes and offers you enough money that you don't care about the family business. Well, I said that I thought that we could have a conversation, you, me, and your sister, and decide what's best for all of us. Would you like to go back to the family? Well, you did set us up. That's what I'm saying. I'm the decision, obviously, is now clear. Well. So, yes, we'll sell to fucking right, Walmart sorry. and fuck yourself. <laughs> We were conned into falling in love, but we fell in love, so... Yeah. Well, I knew you just needed a push. You would have never left that home, and... You need a push, and we're gonna... (laughs) (laughs) I wish you weren't so angry all the time. I thought this would lighten you up a little bit. Well, maybe you should... Huh? Look under the microscope, because it's your fault, but that's fine. All right, well, I'm just glad that you fell in love. And then that's when Noah's like, what? <laughs> Who fell in love? Yeah. And you're like, and I'm and like. And I said, fell in glove. I fell into a glove that wasn't mine. And it had <laughs> my sister's blood in it from the hang gliding Mims. accident. Yeah. Where she hurt her hand. And you're like, I didn't hurt my hand. And I grab your hand and I'm like, and you're I'm like, like, ow. Oh, it does hurt. You're right. I forgot. Um, And I say, dad, I'm gonna be a hang glider and yes i have several injuries already and honestly this is really hard on my body <laughs> yeah every really time sure. in the montage we see you you're in a different type of sling <laughs> yeah I'm like, you have both really? arms in yeah. slings yeah and i'm like but i love it the and only like, thing winter I know hang gliding sure. sounds like the dumbest fucking thing i've ever heard well so is skiing if you think about it so it's really just a winter sport, which is danger because it's on ice and it's cold and you could die. But I love it and I feel alive when I do it. Sometimes I'm so cold. I think, what is warmth even like? Living, breathing, my heart going beep <laughs> And I go, I'm really in pain and I'm sorry if I'm rambling. I just, I've lost a lot of blood today. <laughs> And he's like, oh, sugar plum, come here. I'm so proud of you, too. For what? <laughs> For just... what? Is, and Sebastian's like, I, I feel like we need to wrap things up, but I, I'm not really sure how to go about it. Because... Um, <laughs> monogamy. Monogamy. <laughs> and... Um, and I'm like, just ask her to marry you already. And he's like, that seems abrupt, but... Why not? Why not? Oh, my God. Uh... And so he gets down on one knee and he's like, I, uh, will you make me the happiest man on the earth and become Mrs. Sebastian Hanglider? <laughs> and I jump up and down. And then I realize I have a... And, yeah, I'm like, you ah, jump ah, and you ah, fall. Oh, yeah, I fall. And we all laugh. And we cut to... The wedding, um, where I'm walking down the in aisle in a wheelchair. Then I'm wheel <laughs> wheel down the aisle by you and your baby. My baby's pushing your wheelchair. The baby's like on you, like in sort of a holder. You know what I mean, like a baby holder. I'm wearing a baby Bjorn while I push you down the aisle. <laughs> yeah, and the baby's in a little tux. And um, Noah waves at you guys. And you guys wave back, and I wheel down that aisle, looking stunning. Well, we would walk you down the aisle and probably say hello to him and then take our seats. 
Whatever you want to do. Whatever feels good <laughs> for you guys. You hand the baby off. So and I then you stand on the aisle and just me. kick your chair down the hallway. You push it. You push it. <laughs> okay. And, um, you know, it, the, the movie's called. So I have no moment. I'm saying you had a baby with Noah. Oh, Noah's waving to... Where is he? He's sitting at the wedding. Okay. You don't like that? It's fine. I'll take it back. And like, well, it's fine. The no, hang glider I, is the star of this movie. No. Um, Wait a second. <laughs> and um, it cuts, no, it's fine. It cuts We're to good. Your, I had a your baby. hammock, which is a swinging double coffin <laughs> 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 that you guys sit in together sometimes. Cute. And the baby... <laughs> The movie is called Dead on Arrival. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, What a classic tale. What a classic tale. I'm sorry for hobbling through that. No. (laughs) I don't remember what love is. I don't remember. You know, I have to get I have to remember what a date's like. Yeah, well, also, we just need, like, a, I think, an action. I'm sorry. Not you. I could have added one, too, but I think we just... Together, we needed an action. ...kept it as, like, not to have that. It was, like, a fun experiment. It was actually really fun. I could have turned it into, you know... I like that I was athletic ...factory of a sort. Yeah. Semi. I like that I was obsessed with funerals. I love that, too. What an interesting choice. Well, to me, I, I do feel like... Something fun about you is normally you do have like weird random facts about things. It is true. So it, you know, my it, brother said he's like, I feel like you always get really, you'll get randomly obsessed with like a really small subset of human animals. culture for yeah. like three months and then never talk about it again. So true. It is true. And then all of a sudden you're like, have you ever seen a moose? And you're like, did you know that moose <laughs> eat seventy? And I'm like, where can are dive we? up to fifty feet in the no. water? See? We have to wrap it up. Mike's have, saying it sucks. Okay. You gotta shut up. Oh my up. god. Mike's been over here giving I me more life than it. the fucking I woman. I I could pull it back. I pull it back. All right, Sorry guys. That's it. That's, um, that's it for us. <laughs> Until next time, live every day like you're what? The oldest. We love you. Bye. The Middle Children. Middle Children is produced by Cameron Rude. Our theme song is written and performed by Hannah Solo and Alex Mitchell. With photography by Sarah Nathan. And artwork by Abby Lloyd.